It's tabletop time. I'm Jen. I'm Jazza. I'm Rob. I'm Dave. This campaign is brought to you by our friends World Anvil. Uh, World Anvil is the ultimate world-building website. So if you're making a campaign uh, or even if you're writing stories, go check out World Anvil. Go to worldanvil.com slash to get 40% off of all of their year-round plans, every single tier, which is their highest level of discount. Go check it out. You will not regret it. I signed up um, and kept upping my subscription because I loved all of the features and they go so deep and I really wanted to sink my teeth into it, which, of course, uh, you can experience when you go to the Sunder page, which you can go to by going to itstabletoptime.com slash Sunder, where you have uh, our codex and timelines and interactive maps. Oh my God, guys, check this out. Check out this map. So we've been journeying through Greydale. Uh, we started up here in Felton. Our party had travelled uh, over one long day all the way to Felbrook, and they are now leaving Felbrook in the evening uh, or afternoon. It's like it's sort of like past midday uh, on their way to Iron Eye. Um, so I don't know that they'll get there in one day, but we'll see how the story plays out. But you can check out the interactive maps. Uh, it has it subdivided into regions and even resources. It was really fun to put together. And there's a world map, which is really fun for me to see and to share with you guys. So you can get a context of the whole world that I've built and you can build your own. Huge thank you to World Anvil for sponsoring this uh this campaign. So in telling our story, uh, we're up to chapter six. We've just completed, I'd say, a pretty pretty nice little first arc, uh, as a result of which uh, in the last episode you all got a destiny point. Um, at the start of this episode, you all get to, to spend a skill point. Actually, caveat to that, Dave, Dave, I'm going to assign you a skill point, Jen and Rob. You both get to spend a skill point. Heck yeah. I'll explain in a moment. But uh, let's talk through your thinking first. Dave, uh, let's just get yours out of the way. Fishing. You have a skill point assigned to mysterious vocation. You have one point in mysterious vocation. I mean, that can only be good, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any, any. Okay. Leave your guesses in the comments as to what, what that's all Dalvin about. Dalvin has mysterious vocation. Interesting. Hmm. Oh, you guess the power of drinking piss all night. Hey. <laughs> you have the iron stomach. Probably. Iron guts. Yeah. So, Jen and Rob, what are you thinking for your little level up? Um, so, I have minus one in survival, endurance, and athletics. I would like for one of those not to be minus one, I think, and be just yeah. a normal role. <laughs> I think any of those would make sense for the sort of journeying you've done. You've already mm. been trudging through the bush and carrying a load and, you know, Doing a lot more than you usually do. Usually mm. you're escorted and thing to handle for you. So where, where would you like to put that? I'm thinking, I'm thinking not athletics. I'm thinking either survival or endurance. Probably endurance because I feel like we've been travelling. So Great. that makes more sense than Been pushing survival. yourself. Yeah. So I'm going to make that a zero so then Fantastic. I don't have to take a minus on it. Brilliant. Rob, what are you feeling? What's brick? Uh, in my pursuit of being a, a good bodyguard, I would like to think from a story point of view, him being on guard, especially with the the untimely demise of the rest of the phalanxal guards, um, he would want to be even more on on edge and, and more perceptive. So I like to think perception is a good one to add it into. I think so too. I think yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. So you're going to put it into like a combat 
thing or like and I might have like back and forth with you on that a little bit but I think perception is a great one you've definitely been role playing heavily like I want to be yeah yeah you've yeah, been really on guard through the whole if I'd done more combat yeah. I'd probably argue for that but all he's done is kill yeah. a wolf and do a carter like, yeah, and I think if you yeah. did more Carters, <laughs> if, you, yeah, like, yeah. if that's something 100%. you were going for, yeah, yeah, I think that would that would. Yeah. I love the um, I love the the negotiation of where like that. It's not in terms of D and D. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to put a skill point, whatever the yeah. hell I want. Mm. It's like got to make sense in the context of the role play we've had so far, which has been really uh, substantial. I feel like we're building characters, which is mm. really fun. Yeah, I agreed. Yay! I'm excited. Who's excited? I'm excited. Yes. <laughs> I'm always so, a little nervous because I'm just like don't know what to expect. I'm uh, yeah, I don't know. I I'm mixed, mixed good. because good, I good. I am no longer better at mm. fishing. <laughs> oh, and uh, Catalina spent two of her three mana points mm-hmm. in one go. Yeah, which I think was a fun exercise because magic has all, already been quite powerful, but it was a good example of like you go in there to go do something and you still did it, but you. Without spending a destiny point, you would have lost all your magic in one go. Yep. Um, so it's also a little fragile in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're you're actually a very adept magic user in terms of your skill point allocation from your character build. You're quite mm-hmm. skilled there. Correct. But that can become irrelevant <laughs> if you roll bad. Yep. Um, it's so just like any, exactly. any chance that anyone takes. It's yeah. completely fine. Good fun. Yeah. Can you, by any chance, start the World Anvil session? That's a great idea. I had it prepared. You'll notice that. I appreciate it. I did see the thing. I was like, oh, that's yeah. cool. Start yeah, you session. A, you added a new six. character as a supporting cast. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, that might have been an accident. Don't look. No, no. <laughs> we, we, already, we already know who it is. We've met him. It's, it's the Count Kale, the town guard. Oh. oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, but he actually popped up as a supporting character, which I thought was kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. All right. So, we pick up where we left off. Who the hell is Kale? The Lieutenant Kale. No, Kale was the innkeeper. Oh. No, I'm pretty sure I just read that he was a town guard. Let me go back. Stop reading it. We'll look at it later. I'll look at it with you later. It's secrets. The, it's secrets, yeah. I'm I'm just not being good at hiding stuff. So, we pick up where we left off in the last yeah. chapter. Hale, sorry. Shh. Stay on track. <laughs> you keep distracting. Stop. We're walking out of town it is, I'm going to say it's like 12.31 o'clock. So uh, you had a breakfast. Delvin's got a packed baggie but hasn't eaten yet. Um, and everyone's leaving uh, after subtly, <laughs> whether intentionally or not, stirring up revolution in the town. Um, you're at the edge of town and walking out. Uh, I'm going to fast track the, a few hours at the start of the journey just to get the ball rolling. But there are a couple of things that have happened that are just worth noting. The first fairly noticeable one. It's as well to one of you. It's as you're I'm walking, breathing in the microphone. <laughs> as you I walk have. out of town, and you're right at the edge of town, you know, near the gates, and about to walk out, Delvin hears a voice, uh, almost audibly, um, that says, "I'm keeping my eyes on you, Baron." I dart around and see if I can spot anyone. Perception check. I'm going to say challenge level four. All right, well, I am going to say I have no idea what my perception is, so I'll just bloody find my bloody sheet. Thanks, Will Danville. <laughs> Keeping players. Love it. Fire. Three, Three. successes. You get a destiny point. You're tempted. Yeah, that p- 
repeat, I'm going to Destiny, I care it's so a lot. out of the ordinary, yeah. Yep. Using, you don't see anything. And as you're walking town, you are, you shake it off, um, but then something irks at you. you. Someone spoke to you and you don't like being off your guard like that, I'm assuming. I don't want to speak for you, Karen. No, I don't. It's weird. No one talks to me like that. You look back again and at first you thought it was your imagination, but then you see the silhouette in a window at the edge of town. Uh, Three-story building. It's the other quite lavish inn, the more fancy inn in one of the top stories. There's mm. a silhouetted figure in the top story. You don't know if it's connected, but something tells you it is. Yeah. That's it. That's what you notice. All right. I'm going to set the building on fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't do that. Okay. So uh, you all leave town, but that lingers with you and no one else heard it. You mm-hmm. might have um, asked yep. if anyone else heard that, but um, they didn't. Otherwise, you know, about 20, 30 minutes outside of town, you pass Lernan and Eden's house, who you'd met uh, the early the day before. They're actually packing up and almost heading off, uh, accompanied by a merchant who Dave was familiar with. You probably check in and have a, a brief chat. Let's role play that. Let's do it. You show up. There's a cart loaded up uh, on it, loaded up with lots of um, all their linens and all that stuff and lying down a little less frail than last time is the mother mm-hmm. on the back of the cart. And uh, Lerner and, Ed- and Eden have their spirits seemingly raised a little bit. Um, and leaning at the front of them is Finian Cobb, uh, a linen trader, who actually, I guess, has supplied a few extra comfortable things for her to lay her head on. Who looks at you and goes, all right, got these ones handled to get up to the barrels, like we planned. Thanks for loaning the purse and all that. Thank you for doing the favour. I'll make sure it comes back to you, mate. He winks. Nods. Yep. Return the gesture. And um, I guess, how are you holding up to the family? Oh, okay. To, not to him. <laughs> We're a bit shaken, to be honest. Um, never experienced anything like this before, but we've been uh, exploring his skills. He seems quite drained at this point. He can't do it again. But um, he, he tried what he did on this lady on his man and uh, it lifted her spirits we're hopeful he could learn to use it he's talking a very like low voice to not be overheard thank you well keep it quiet and keep it out of the hands of the king and don't uh, I guess don't um, don't overdo it let the boy rest what are you um, what are you aiming at Stopping us on the way to the to the conscription. What's what's your plan? You're, you you're heading somewhere. How can we how can we work against this King of Flames? By keeping your talents away from him for now. I wouldn't be putting your boy up for anything yet. But I think, well, you heard what happened in town last night, didn't you? The old fortune teller. Sorry, what? No, we were packing all morning. Well, I think she didn't want to go with the king, and now she's dead. Not old Elspeth. So I guess what I... My intuition was right then, that uh, it's made to look like a choice, but it ain't a choice. Mm. I think your boy would have been in for, well, a horrible life if he went. 
for a couple of nights feast and some coin for you. But uh, I don't trust it. Any king who's willing to burn down a town of innocent people for the sake of his claim for power isn't the sort who's going to then welcome you in and give you a pat on the back and all that. Well said. It's been a been an honor. I'm sure I'll meet you again, mate. I have a feeling. Best of luck. His hand, I shake it. And they load up. Anyone else have anything they observe or add at that point? <clears throat> Not related to the role play. Um, he's heading to the Barrows, which is north, and we're heading to a town that's south. Yeah, they'll they'll be following the same path, but they'll be lagging behind. Because they've got a cart and they're not finished loading up yet. They're heading in different directions. No, uh, they're actually going to be going through Ainai to go north. Okay. So, yeah, the the path through Felton is no longer a viable one, and the forest is yep. too yep. dangerous they, to yeah, travel. Yeah, that makes sense. They, it, it's you suspect they may not be leaving today. Um, yeah. I I had obviously frantically put the mother in the cart. Maybe they were testing the comfort level of the of the vehicle, um, but it is too late in the day for them to have travelled. So yeah. you just happen to have passed by them. Um, <laughs> moving on from my plot hole. Um, <laughs> okay, you said about your journey. Um, I'm actually going to get you, Delvin, to roll one d six. I'm going to get you to make your first mysterious vocation check. <laughs> wow! I bet you I rolled <laughs> It's four. It's a success. A fray. As you journey. <laughs> I, cool. <laughs> All will be revealed. I stroke my chin. <laughs> Something feels different. So you're all journeying. Um, Medela seems pretty reserved, to be honest. She was quite shocked about everything that's happened. So she's keeping very close to Brick. Um, meanwhile, Catalina and Dalvin, um, moving on ahead, you're a little lighter on your supplies than you were heading to Felton, so you're not super well equipped. But something something feels different to Delvin about Catalina. Like there's something about Catalina that he hadn't oh. noticed yet, but it's nothing he could describe. It's just a feeling like a presence or a substance that he never noticed before but hasn't really noticed anything in this way before. That's it. That's all I can describe it as. Okay. And it's fleeting. It's mm-hmm. not like you have a grasp on it or once you've noticed it, it's there always. It's just like something strikes you and every now and then it sort of flickers past your feeling of attention but you don't know what that is. It's just very distant. Interesting. <laughs> How does, what does Delvin process that as? Honestly, the way you describe it, probably confused fused feelings that's probably the thing that strikes me like a couple of uncomfortable glances towards Catalina as she's walking and then a couple of glances down as she's walking away and then a couple of glances back and then like a no (laughs) don't don't get distracted like if he's feeling a sense that there's like something that's drawing his attention to her that's Mm. probably more akin to thinking that he might be like finding her more interesting than he should. Maybe, yeah. In a compelling way. But he's confused. It's like that, that is puppy this love. attraction? Yeah. yeah, he's, he's yeah. am I, am I fun? Like, why do I keep, <laughs> like, no, stop. Like, why do I keep looking at her? Like, what's drawing me to you? Yeah. Hmm. It's like she got a new haircut or there's something about her you can't quite yeah. put your finger on, but you don't, yeah. 
it's like there's five this this the way I'm thinking of it is there's there's like five beautiful people in a line and yet for some reason he keeps looking at one of them. Like that's the thing. That so that's why he's I'm like flattered you think Brick is beautiful. Well, you know. <laughs> um yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, I'm going to make a bit of a destiny roll just for your journeying. It has been brought to our attention in the comments that we need to read the roll out. 14. 14. And they also asked what uh, to expect when it comes to the rolls. One is very bad for the players. 20 is very good for the players. 10 is neutral. So 14, you have a fairly uninterrupted journey. Um, the sun starts to sort of get low. A conversation has been mild along the way. Medela's been pretty reserved and quiet. Um, she keeps sort of... Whenever she seems tempted to move into a little more of a childlike state, it's like the world corrects her, puts yeah. her back in her place where she acts a little too grown up for her age. And you, I guess, maybe more attuned to her as a person now. What does Brick think of that sort of? I, I think if I if there's no like incoming dangers from a physical sense, but I can probably sense she's a little bit off. I would probably or Brick, I would try and act more in line with what her expectation of a Phelan call is, just to try and provide strength of familiarity, I guess. Yeah. Great. So maybe walking in in step a bit more. Yeah. I don't know. You You definitely get the feeling that whenever you do that, whenever you sort of harken back to home behaviour, she is closer to you. Yeah. Like physically and sort of in her attitude, she... Definitely misses home, and you're the only part of that. She's got yeah, and her. I think I think I would be, you know, hopefully perceptive enough to notice that, and then again fall in line with what the traditional physical training would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. So it is now afternoon. Um, everyone just sort of passes the time as they do as they travel, but uh, now that it's expected that the sun is going to get lower soonish, um, conversation might soon start to turn to what to do about setting up camp if it weren't for the fact that up ahead (laughs) uh, you can see off in the distance a bit of commotion. There seems to be... (laughs) There seems to be a group of people off to the side of the road by about, uh, I'm going to say, 30 metres. Not quite at the edge of the forest. But there's a group of people that don't look like militiamen or guardsmen or anything, but there's about four or five large men um, holding a cage and uh, everyone roll a perception. Mm, please don't be a person in that cage. Four successes. Uh, one, two, Smashed three, it. Four. Crushed and it. Six. Six, six. six for Catalina, four for Delvin. Fuck. She can see an ant, like, <laughs> de- going on a first date with Fourth another ant. <laughs> when, when, when Catalina looks at a bee, she sees uh, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> like, she sees that detail in the bee that we don't What's see. What's the deal with Iron Spire? <laughs> it sees the little face and the antenna. I'd watch that stand up. Um, all of you had noticed in the last hour or so off in the distance, high in the sky there has been some sort of bird circling. Not above you, but further afield. Turns out at about where you are, you can tell it's sort of above where uh, this um, happenstance is occurring. It's like carrion. 
you don't know, but Catalina recognised it as some sort of falcon, some yeah. sort of... Um, it's like a hunting. Yeah, definitely a, a more of a predator yeah. bird than a carrion sort of bird. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems distressed, seems panicking. Okay. Um, I'm going to let all your perception rolls now also apply to what you observe up ahead. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that Catalina, that sort of had you a bit curious and a little more observant. And as you look ahead, um, you will notice that there is a young adult girl sort of screaming at these men who are holding this cage, which seems to have sort of uh, some sort of creature inside of it. Um, and they're sort of shooing her off and trying to, you know, tell her to go away, but she is distraught and trying to, uh, almost trying to pick a fight, but knows that that's going to end badly. Um, that's all you observe. The and men, this is quite too far away to do anything yet. Yeah. The men holding the cage, are they just like ordinary people or are they? Yeah, they look just like townsfolk, but like big, mm-hmm. like they're part of the local, um, I don't know, what's the equivalent of rugby in medieval days? Uh, log throwing <laughs> club. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that with what was the. That? Stone lifting, whatever that stuff the is. The Goliath football yeah. game that they play where they throw it. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm going to say that Cat- uh, with the past events that's happened um, and the fact that Catalina's a bit low on mana, um, she's a bit shaken, so yeah. she doesn't have the confidence that she had before because what happened before was quite... Yeah. It's not used to that sort of situation. So I'm going to turn to Brick um, and say, do you see them up ahead? Did I? You do. Yes. Yes, I do. Do you think we should do something? At this point, they are not a threat to us. I think we shall wait and see, but I will be on guard. So you forge on ahead. Keep on walking. As you get closer, um, this girl is screaming, Let you go, you awful creatures! What? How dare you? You don't know what you're dealing with! And they're like, Oh, the bounty on this one's going to be real high. Silly little cat's going to have a problem now. And you notice inside, it's like a mountain lion. Like a... You haven't... They're more of a rare creature, but you know, they're probably like from deep within the the forest. Um, And she's super, super distressed. Uh, Delvin, roll one dice, please. (laughs) Come on, hi. Okay. No, he rolled a two. It's a fail. You notice something about her Mm. that is a similar feeling that you had about Catalina, which makes it all of a sudden like, well, hang on, maybe it's not just an immediate attraction I had or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. There's something interesting that immediately grabs your attention. (laughs) Yes, well, ish. It depends on on your flavour, but let me introduce you because I actually have a portrait. Here you go. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) This is... She's awesome! Our character. I found a new crush. <laughs> we have the coolest artist. <laughs> we do. No Delvin's like, I don't know you guys. I think we should help. <laughs> I like my girls tough and I just found one tougher. <laughs> so um, you can see she's holding a machete um, and a dagger in the other hand. And on the ground seems to be a broken bow, like quite a large one, 100 pound-ish mm-hmm. bow. Um, that has been broken. Um, and she seems furious about quite a number of things, but um, she is fighting um, 
to get to her cat. But you hear these men sort of saying, oh, magic goes for a high price these days and your cat's quite the special one. And they're like laughing and they're like, I wonder if we get the price if we just provide the skin. I wonder if it comes with the same talent. (laughs) They're like laughing. But that catches your attention, I'm assuming, because they're essentially trying to deliver, like they're, they're stealing this creature that seems obviously this girl is very attached to. All right. Well, I mean, at, at what point do we get within talking? I'd say at this point, uh, you're coming parallel to cool. where they are. So you could certainly, like, they one of them notices you in turn, just like, don't mind us. Just uh, cleaning up the jungle. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, hello, mates. How are you doing? Are they great in a barrowing or what? Oh, a mix. Mix? Yeah. Do they just look like regular folk? Just regular folk. Well, what's going on here then? Uh, mind your own business. Uh, we, we're already splitting the, the bounty four ways, and I don't want you interrupting our... As you can imagine, this one's think, hard to trap down, let alone move. My, my man, you're the one that caught it. I've got no claim to your bounty. Well, go on then. I heard you say magic. What's going on? Frightful stuff with that lately. He looks at you like, really, you're going to stop and talk and chat right now? We're dealing with stuff. And he just turns back. It's like, all right. And they, they all hoist up this cage. This uh, mountain lion inside is like getting pretty frantic. And at this point, this girl is like holding onto the bars and being dragged. Uh, and one of them just boots her. And she like falls to the ground and she starts... um. Starts crying. She's really upset, How but really she? cross. Rapid. She looks like early 20s, okay. maybe ni- somewhere between 19 and 22. How does Catalina react to that? I'm going to... Catalina is going to get in front of them, or get in front of the girl, and then turn to the men and say, drop the cage, let it go, turn around now. She says that to the yeah. men? No, nothing fancy, just straight out words. They ignore you and they start walking off. Uh, perception. Roll perception, everyone. <clears throat> Two successes. I'm, I'm actually going to be paying attention to the girl on the ground. Uh, one, two, three, four. Was the weird feeling from the cat or the girl? Six, you got six? Mm-hmm. Okay. God, you're perceptive. Is that what you um, you, the feeling you got was five. I'm going to say you don't know. Okay, it's from, it's from that the, direction. The duo. Yep. But she, did fail. But you so catch yeah. her eye. Okay. The yep. fail was like more that you can't make that roll now. Oh, okay. So, uh, you, in fact, I will say as you noticed, I feel like it's gone. You feel like you. Yeah, you no longer notice it in either either of them. The fleeting feeling is gone, but um, you also feel a little empty somehow in a different way than oh. you felt before. Well, I'm just going to continue Maybe breakfast to mentally was just really sitting Well, I'm just going to keep associating it. Yeah, of course. That makes sense. So I now associate the fact that I've, I felt that way, it felt weird, and then violent, bad things happened, and now the feeling's gone. So I don't like what's <laughs> happening. I want that to stop. I feel yeah. empty while this girl is having her thing taken from her yeah which means that delvin suddenly now wants to not make that thing be taken from her because delvin doesn't like feeling empty because emptiness feels a lot like hunger 
<laughs> it's true. <laughs> that pit in your stomach feeling. Uh, do we want to go dice cam back yeah, again? Or okay, yes. Dice cam. Uh, thank you. Okay, dice cam is back. So, yeah, sorry about that. Um, so our rolls were four, no, two, six, five. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And five. Okay, I'm going to say, Delvin, that your attention is on, nope. on this girl, but you don't notice her movements, maybe mm-hmm. just through how she's positioned, but both Catalina and Brick notice her grab her machete in a very intentional way. She's looking ahead and she's about to charge. So that's what you notice. And... Do you do anything to interrupt that? Because it's I'm gonna be look at happening Medela. imminently. I'm going to look at Medela. She looks at you, <laughs> frightened, like, this is not our business. I, I don't know. Let's just go. Very well. And she starts, like, walking backwards. She just doesn't want confrontation. <laughs> um... <laughs> I'm going to attempt to stop her, but I also don't want to at the same time because I kind of think they deserve it, but they also don't deserve to get killed. But, yeah, I'm going to try and stop her. Let's try and grapple her. You're going to grapple her? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> let's see how this goes. Uh, um, let's. Okay, this will be a pre... If, the, if it doesn't turn into combat... After, I'm guessing it. after that moment, that's probably enough for me to notice that something's happening, right? Yes. Once this has happened. Well, you will... The first thing you will notice will be Catalina's attempt to hold yeah, yeah, her back. Yeah, the so then you'll probably yeah. compute that she was about to attack. Yeah. Um, so let me just get her character sheet open. Um, but if you want to roll your grapple check, and it will be... Actually... Yeah, I'm going to do a grapple check as a challenge level mm-hmm. because she's not expecting it. And I'm going to call it, because she's off guard and on the ground, challenge level two. Okay. You've so got it's a grip, already. sorry. Gripple. A grip check. Cool. I love it when you into the mic. Just <laughs> one success. That's fine. One success. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> you reach out to grab her, mm-hmm. but she is quick on her feet and even though she's in a prone circumstance and uh, doesn't expect you, you get the feeling like she is very capable when mm. it comes to uh, she just seems really wiry and athletic, completely slips through her grasp and she launches ahead and attacks one of the men with a machete to the back of the neck. Oh, so gosh. let's see how this plays out. Do they have um, weapons, the dudes? Um, yeah, they have sort of basic stuff, but they're just ignoring her like she's just yeah. some inconsequential, like, silly girl. They were more threatened feeling by this, by this time. Cat. This cat, yeah. yeah. Um, if they've started combat, I just... Combat is, was, it is now like, combat. <laughs> there would be, like, physical discomfort from Brick, so he he might be, like, really tightly gripping his body shape. Body shape yeah. Body I, I, I'm going to give Lilith... Uh, uh, this character, sorry, this character a free attack. Um, 
you won't believe what's going to happen next <laughs> from Delvin. Okay, cool. I'm going to give her a, a three. Okay. Her attack on this. Uh, this will just be any successes are a level of injury just because they're completely. Three. Three. Mm. So a machete to the neck. Oh. Hit Probably hit an artery. Probably. <laughs> well, maybe. Just, Seri- serious injury. Yeah, like it could. So he will die if he's not treated. But it's that an artery is a fatal. Yeah. Okay. And but you know the version of that attack that would be a Sorry, serious injury. I shouldn't be the rules guy. No, no, it's right. Maybe he had some light armor on his neck or something. Oh. Well, like a machete across the back of the shoulder and the neck, like that can sever muscle and tissue and be messed up. Yeah, he is immediately like the corner. There are four of them carrying this cage by the corners, one of the corners immediately drops and he falls to the ground, grabbing his neck and the others immediately drop the other side. Uh, I'm going to destiny roll to see how well this cage holds together. 13. So it's... Who's that in favour of? I was rolling it for the for the NPCs carrying the cage. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to say it's holding together, but mm-hmm. it doesn't look like a super, super... Like, it's metal, but it's like there's a big freaking mountain lion in it and, uh, you know, it's being clanged about a bit. So it's Verge. It could be broken quite easily. <laughs> okay, how does everyone react in this moment reflexes. in time? Where's it? What's our reflexes? I've got one reflexes, so I'm going to be faster than Brick. I've got one. Okay, no, okay. I also have one. So we're all a roll-off to see who decides what's happening first. I got a two. Six. A six. So Brick oh, and Cat react first. Or, okay. No, you, I declare first. You guys declare after me. Yeah. Uh, we roll who's first. slower than us, though? Because they declare first. Okay, uh... This uh, this girl is slower than you, mm-hmm. so she will declare sooner, but she got a free round in. Yep. So this is our first round of combat, guys. Yeah, wow. Like, I'm so it's our second round. Is include, it? If you include our episode zero. I'm glad that I declare before I you. include our episode zero. Well, then, yeah. So yeah. it should be us. So uh, in what's the order in terms of declaration from you guys? So who's the slowest? I declare first okay. in so, this combat. And then me and then Rob. Delvin... Okay, Catalina mm-hmm. and uh, Rick. 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 So these characters are um, all going to just be like average reflex and one of them has a level three injury. I'm not going to roll for him. He is absenting himself from combat. He is mm-hmm. like scrambling on yep. the ground and crawling back. So there are three fairly burly fellas. One got a six. But I'm they're going to be reflex zero, right? It's yeah. Like, so, so they're all f- before us. We've yeah, all do you got know what? I'm going to lump them all it's in irrelevant. together. There's no point. Yeah, yeah, okay, we're so all reflex one. Three dudes. Yep. That's that's the character. Is three cool. dudes. Three dudes. I'm excited. Heart rate's pumping. Let's freaking do point. this. Okay. All right. Three dudes. They all drop the cage. The one closest to you is on the ground and scrambling backwards and mm-hmm. in complete shock. Like it hasn't registered how serious what has happened might be. You know that thing of like you don't feel the pain until you see the yeah. blood in it. Yeah. Like so, he's sort of in that place where it's a place where it's computing. Um, the other three draw. There's, I'm going to say, two have swords and one has a uh, bow on his back that is pulling off. That means it's me, right? Oh, so they're drawing weapons and attacking. Yeah, it's going to take this round for them to. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say the two sworded guys mm-hmm. are going to go for this girl mm-hmm. with the machete. So they're both immediately. Yep. cornering on her, the one with the bow, is actually looking to be pulling up and aiming further afield to be uh, holding anyone else back so they can deal with this threat. Okay. 
my immediate reaction, because I'm next, is Delvin sprints for the one with the bow and just says, um, Brick, Medela, I'm about to get very hurt, so I'm going to need a bodyguard, and then just runs up and just slugs a punch straight at the guy's nose. <laughs> the guy with the bow is just like, shite, and just throws a, throws a punch. Yes, I love it. Okay, uh, continuing declarations, we have Catalina next. Um, I'm going to pull out my dagger and throw it at one of the guys, aiming for their arm or leg. Probably leg. Leg seems a bit easier than arm. But I imagine throw, I pull out my dagger. I mean, this girl could be the villain here. I'm just putting that out she there. Could be. <laughs> this man could have been like married with kids or like just trying to protect no, his I'm town. Not just, I'm just putting it out there. But anyway, sorry. You're throwing a dagger at the face of. At the face? At the face. Oh, is that the what you leg, were. No, the leg. The leg. Oh, sorry. I was just amplifying that because this is fun. <laughs> leg dagger to sword person nearest. Sure. Yeah. Is that. Uh, I may not have computed what you said. Is that what you were doing? Yes. 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 Now you're making me regret my decision. <laughs> you didn't, no, no, it's okay. I was I was intending to make you question your decision. Okay, yeah. But that's what you, you're going for the one nearest uh, this girl. In the leg. In a non-lethal way. Like the Achilles heel. Something. You're second guessing. Mm. Combat happens quick. <laughs> Who are you attacking and where? Yeah, no, no, I stick by what I said. What did you, yeah. So who yep. are you attacking? Leg attack. The nearest guy. That's, okay, yeah. so you're throwing a dagger to the well, guy. The sword guy drawn and ready to strike. So yeah, just in a moment, so we have oh, yeah. Brick's declaration. You are the most competent combatant in this situation, the most tuned to react. You had gripped your Bardashe and you know you could reach any one of them in this round of combat. What do you do? Little one, what do I do? Protect him! Pointing at I'm going to run forward. <laughs> you cheeky I'm, bastard. I'm going to run forward and, and engage in combat, but as yep. I'm moving, I'm going to be like, please take cover behind the tree and yell if you need anything, mistress. I, yep. If I have time for a brief retort, I'm, I'm going to be like, try not to kill anyone! <laughs> Can I just say, I love that Delvin runs in like, protect me! Runs in <laughs> yeah. to punch him in the face. <laughs> Brick is going to get there first. <laughs> because, but the thing is that because... Delvin is smart and he knows the game that Brick, like the Brick's rules. So he's like, the only way I'm going to break this Medela Brick, I don't know what to do thing, is to just throw myself into yeah. danger. Because then Brick has already, Medela said, protect me first and then protect them as a standing mm. order. Yeah. So if I'm at risk of danger, <laughs> you're in, mate. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and if that's the case, I'm going to come in there and I'm just going to go straight for the front too. The front to the sword people or the bow person who right, is that's, that's aiming true. at Delvin, who's Delvin's running out to well, punch. I'm, I'm probably I'm fastest. So I'll probably get there before. I would he even say gets in your uh, observation, the one who is the most immediate threat to any of your party is the bow person. I'll go to the bow then. Okay, just thought I'd lay that out there because Delvin's running at the bow person. <laughs> bow person was aiming at it, looking at everyone else, and obviously computing that and getting prepared for Delvin. So you run for the bow person. I run for the bow person. Okay. Now it's roll time. Let's yeah. start with brick. It all it, look. It all happens at once. So, I would like to just bring like a massive overhead. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a roll to sort of roll against uh, bow person. I'm gonna give. Oof. He yeah. This is the thing. The, it's declaration first, right? 
So he declared that he's watching you guys. And I'm going to say he was will have been aiming his bow at you, Delvin. Okay. So Delvin, so his his shot will be at you. Pro- did we get how far away were we? And did we get up to him? Only, because we're faster. You're close enough to sprint and get there in one round of combat. Because you were having a brief conversation. Like, you were starting to interrupt and they were walking past with this cage. Okay. So, yeah. He's going to suck. <laughs> he gets negative how many dice? He's going to super suck. Yeah. Yeah, and he's like some average guy. He's got a bow, but he's sort of like close-ish combat. Yeah, so as soon as he's in melee, he loses 3d6. Yeah. If he's got a base 3, even with a point in 2, I'm going to give him a, a One dice. dice. <laughs> yeah. And he oh. fails. <laughs> this is going to be brutal. Rob, I said non-lethal. Did you? Yeah, I said try not to kill anyone. You can go sideways. Bonk it. Well, you, get, you technically make the roll and then decide what you do. I, I shouldn't influence players. It's so up this is Rob. far too much fun. So he... All I heard was, Brick, get over here. I need protecting. And then just then I said, just before... It's fine. That if conversation you... won't have taken place. Yeah. He, he, he okay. gets to compute okay. how he computes. Okay, no, that's fine. <laughs> One, well, two, three, four, four successes. You can take that however you want, though. You want to insta-kill or do you want to do something else? I'm trying to insta-kill him. You can fatally injury. injure him. You can fatally injure him. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you can't. Is five, five is an insta-kill? Five is, is kill. So he's got one, one to against, so I need level four victory to kill him. He did. He got a success. He'll be no, he immediately incapacitated or unconscious. Yeah. He'll, he would be dead. He'll lose. No, no, no. You got four successes, didn't you? Yeah, but he got zero. Yeah, so, so he would die. Four is an instant kill. Four is a fatal injury. Except oh. that he also has no combat dice to roll with, so he'll also be unconscious. So it'll be like a mortal wound and unconscious immediately. Yay. Oh, is an endurance check. This is this, man. I'm making this Fuck call. Me. That's fine. Yeah, I think because yeah. he was aiming at you and a freaking body. It's the same as the call of like if you yeah. if you take a serious injury, the, the character can choose to bow out of it's, combat. It's two like, level. Yeah, I rolled a destiny roll on behalf of the NPC to figure out whether or not I heard Delvin's non-lethal command, and it rolled a fucking ten, which tells me nothing. Make your choice. What does Brick do? What does Brick do? Don't take okay. away the conversation. No. He, he's he's gonna he's gonna kill him. Okay. If you're in danger and my goal is to protect you, I will. Here's the. How, I guess the only and Brick assessment has also is... been a part of situations where he wasn't there to protect people, and the other people died. Yeah. My my position would be if you want to go from Brick's combat thing, it, the the only deciding thing is a perception check of how much of a threat is he, because he has he pulled a bow and basically half shot an arrow into the ground because he failed, completely failed to be effectual with his bow. Delvin's running up with a fist and you've got a massive bardache. So the, the, for me, it's how much of a threat do you perceive him as as a soldier and what uh, what level of action do you need to take to remove that threat? See, I think and killing is fine I, if that's I, your I choice. I think I'm going to go with the kill. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'm completely you, behind that. That's what you yeah. were trained for. Yeah. yeah this is like your, your raising and breeding. Level of threat to doesn't come into it. It's a, it's a threat. Yeah. yeah. Plus Medela's there too as well. Like, yeah. yeah. And he's the one with the arrow. He's the one who could immediately cause the yeah, most damage it. at a distance. Yeah. Mm. So you're just taking out the threat. Yeah. I'm down with it. Yeah. Uh, no issues. Describe how, what happens. You uh, launch forward. The Bardache takes him like right on the side of the head, comes down takes his ear off and then sinks Oof. into his body. You have slowly. your Bardache in the middle of the torso <sighs> of this 
man who's still like he drops his bow, but his wedge and his eyes dart to you as they s- immediately in shock start to fade from consciousness. Oh dear. Jessa, and then yo. everything happens simultaneously. Yeah, yeah, go on. <laughs> and then and right as that happens, you punch him in the <laughs> And that's a two that's a level two victory on him with my fist. The with killing my four blow. Dice. Um, so it, well, actually, no. I'd say the Bartashay through the whole tour, so it's probably. But anyway, does his head like a little bit? From the front? Do you know what I'm going to say? Is exactly what Rob described. Bartashay through to the torso, but is still like you know that like you know the descriptions of where people get guillotined and like their yeah. eyes, but like they have that. Mo- There's some consciousness there until Delvin punches him in the face. <laughs> Can I make a perception? Then he's like completely out. I but it was just like oh like all at once. I'm making a perception. <laughs> Two successes. I'm going to say that's pretty bad. In that brief moment, I just go, holy shit! <laughs> I punch him and his head like explodes into blood. And I'm like, ah! And before I realised that the Bartashe came over the top. I'm so powerful! <laughs> Catalina. Um, and, and then if possible to finish that off, I'd like to turn around and face the rest. Just like... <laughs> yep. I'm going to let their combat play out, yep. but then there will certainly be a recomputation in the next round of combat. Yep. So, we have two swords people. Uh, we have this girl with a machete next to both of them. They are both attacking her. And then we have uh, Catalina throwing a dagger. Mm-hmm. So we'll go for all of them at once. Source people are going to have four dice each for their roll. These poor untrained bastards. You guys okay. are evil. <laughs> it's pretty br- It's pretty full on. I just punched a guy. <laughs> he was already chopped in half. I didn't, yeah, because that my punch was like that fist was cocked. You can't unload the gun once you've pulled the trigger. And Dalvin, there's yeah, a bit of weight behind that swing. So to make it a little more justifiable, let's say you saw them like kick her in the face, like it was like they're you know, and this tiger's like they're bas- they're mean. And I'll make it feel a little better for you. <laughs> they deserve to get. They're really, really mean. They seem really mean. They say some sort of like you know, slang words that are really insulting. So. Okay. You now, limbo. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, I'm going to roll the two uh, NPCs first. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all NPCs, but one of them gets a three and the other one gets Ooh. four. I'm going to say the closest one to Lilith uh, and yourself, Catalina, gets four. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's drawn. He was probably the leader of the group. Uh, and immediately starts swinging in a pretty competent way and noticing everything's happening around him. Turning wild-eyed and pretty, pretty cross. Is this the girl? This is the girl. One, five, two, three, four, five. Oof. So um, she's not only defended, but she <laughs> she's defended and held her own, and, and staggers the more competent of the two. Um, so he was getting some good swings in, but she's parrying, countering, and then hits his leg in a way that he sort of stumbles to one knee, but is still holding his sword strong. Mm-hmm. Um, it, her role against the other character will just be fending him off, but she'll be focusing on the more competent one. Uh, okay, Catalina, your roll. Sorry, the throw or? You're throwing into that, a yeah. dagger. So it'll be a, yeah, that's an interesting one. It's a ranged attack, isn't it? Mm. So I'm going to get you to make a throw check. I'm mm-hmm. going to say challenge level three. Yep. <laughs> uh, Smashed it. Four. And then a dagger check, combat check for that. Right. 
three. Oh my god. Six. I was going to say, if you want to simplify it for ranged combat, you could use the hardcore range, which is you set the a challenge level. The range rules is fucking great. It's, it's you set I a challenge level and then the additional successes. I still haven't read the hardcore rules well, of my own rules. Here, here's, the, here's the explanation for it. You set a challenge level. It's usually a lot higher than you'd expect. Sometimes it's like low as three, but it can go up to like six, eight, ten. Yeah. Um, and then any successes over that is just injury. Cool. Um, because you can't deflect range. Like, you can't stop an arrow. Yeah. Um, would it be like if you're targeting a specific it, place? It's it specifically for ghost defense roles, basically. Yeah. Yeah. What do you choose to do with that very, very competent throw? Yeah. you have a clear shot mm-hmm. as he stumbles to the ground and you could... You were aiming for the leg and you declared that. I'm going to um, aim for his arm and try and see if I can get him to drop his weapon. The we, problem is you declared. You're already oh, okay. aiming at then, his leg. Then, yeah, I stay. But you can choose if it hits a vital artery or... Oh, right. So you could, you could trip him, I think, with level three? Yeah, you, you could, could choose it to trip him or you could choose it to be a... Yeah. Pretty much a mortal injury where he won't be able to walk and he will bleed out very quickly. I, I'm going to trip him. I don't <laughs> yeah, want to... So you, like, throw a knife into his foot or his... So he stumbles he to, one, to one knee and... Yep. Right as he falls, his good leg, which he would put his weight on to stand up, a dagger just right into the shin mm-hmm. through the fatty part of the muscle. He's not moving very quickly in the next round. I'm going to give him a minus three mm-hmm. uh, based on that because you didn't shoot. It's a serious injury and it, he will Maybe die. If you I'm didn't want to give him serious injury, though. I didn't. Well, no, Jen didn't give him serious injury. She chose the trip, trip result. I'm going to give him a level two injury. <laughs> Why are you injuring him? <laughs> because it's a dagger. Yeah, you can throw it into his boot or something and, like, he sticks him in the ground. And oh, You do you. It's fine. I'm That's fine. fine. I'm happy to you kill these like, people. I don't you're, want to see yeah, any more death. Hey, you're, you're the one who dealt the death. <laughs> covered in blood. Like, yeah, I've seen too much. The idea is I didn't want to hit him in the head yeah, and okay, kill yeah. him. But, so, like, oh, if like, it happens, it happens. Let's put, like, a dagger through, like, his tendon Great. on his on his heel. Up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, great. So he's down and he like looks shocked and looks across at you guys. Like they're all just like immediately like uh we didn't expect this to happen with a group of travelers. Um okay, the next round of combat kicks in. Same order, um except that the declaration is that the only one who was uninjured is about to just drop and run. Mm-hmm. Uh and the one on the ground He's got minus two. Drops his sword to surrender. Cool. Being realistic here. I don't think he'd go in for a death blow knowing that, no. that if he keeps going. Is it? What is... They're there to be self-serving. And at this point in time, the self-servingness is going to be trying to keep alive. Because one of their friends... Is dead. Is dead. Another one will die if he doesn't get yeah. help immediately because he's been mm. shanked in the neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of them is a total... <laughs> Total coward who's running away and abandoning him. Uh, okay, so continuing declaration. This this girl mm-hmm. uh, doesn't go. She doesn't seem to be going in for a killing blow, but she holds her. She goes to hold her machete up to his throat and pull his chin up. <clears throat> That's what she's doing. You you don't think she's gonna kill him because she looks much more composed it just looks like her intention was to at all costs stop them taking that cage yeah yeah so that's what she is doing uh delvin delvin sprints after the guy that's running 
and attempts to spear tackle him to the ground. <laughs> Football player style. <laughs> wow. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Spear tackle. Plodding along. <laughs> All right. That'll be like a, a you'll roll off your athletics. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, Catalina and Brick. I'm just going to observe <clears throat> what she does because I've lost my weapon, so yep. I'm not going to fight. Good throw, by the way. Very cool. Yeah. I think that, like, everyone would just be like, hang on a second, aren't you, like, an art trader? I'd like to think that in my, by bartering trading, you know, how people play cards, is like, yeah. their thing, uh, mine was dart throwing. Ah, uh, that's cool. So, I like that. Yeah. Brick, uh, do you yank your barter out of the torso of this man? I thought I'd already done that. You don't? Okay. Yeah. Pull it out. He fall, he's fallen to the ground. Uh, in a well, I would like to do two pile. things if possible. I would like to look towards Medela and make sure her hiding spot or whatever is. I'm going to say that's a free action. You definitely check. She's safe. She is standing still, but she looks pretty shocked. Go on. So one's dead, one's down. Mm-hmm. One is currently has a sword to his throat and one's running away. Yep. <clears throat> I'm going to follow Dalvin and try and take him out as well. <laughs> Okay. Cool. Actually, cool. How far away is he? I'd um, be curious. What's what if I was to throw my barter at him? <laughs> just javelin toss. Like, is it likely? Are you going to javelin your barter? I hope that happens again. Delvin gets there. <laughs> Spear tackles as if that's what he you want to do. Just go for well, it. I, I don't want to waste an action. Is my thought. Like Rick is smart oh. enough in combat to know whether or not that's going to be useless. I know that sounds weird. He'd only be like he couldn't be more than. 15, 20 metres away. You're you're going to javelin the bar to shame. Yep. (laughs) You need moments like this. Yep. Okay, I'm going to say that's a throw challenge level four or five. Unless you want to turn into a range thing. I'm going to say five. Now, does it come under throw or combat? It'll be your combat roll, but I'm doing the throw check first. Oh, God. So the throw check is to see... Because you're not trained to throw a bar to Shay like a javelin. I, I would assume that would be in my training, to be honest. I don't know that you, they're considered a spear. It's, sure. it's not it's got a, a point. The way it's weighted, I mean, that's to true. do that effectively, get the momentum and actually have it. And what, what were you saying the challenge level is? For five. Fuck that. No, I'm going to chase him. That's my entire throw. It's not super high. No, no, if it's five, it's five, and then that's fine. Like, as I said, he would know whether or not it's a useful action to undertake. Whether yeah, or not it's pretty much an that. impossible task, isn't then, it? And I think yeah. that's pretty much what five yeah, is. Then, so. no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chase him down and try and, like, take his leg off. To spear someone with a bartashay from a running distance is, yeah. yeah. I'm going to chase after him and try and take his leg off. <laughs> Can I do charge? Is that an option? Uh, I th- think so, because he declared first. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, okay, if you, if you succeed... In the athletics check, you're all going to roll an athletics check. Um, if you're the most successful, I'm going to say you. Yes, you get the bonus of a charge. Okay. Okay. Athletics roll off. Uh, athletics. I'm going to go for this guy. He gets two. Oh yeah. Well, take at One. most two. <laughs> since since when do we count out of the bucket dice? I'll take one. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know. This is the first time you the out of the bucket dice has ever want. been counted. You can re-roll it. I would it like still fail. Still fail. Always. What when did he roll? Two. He got two. You I'm got two. Okay. Jesus. I want him. <laughs> Delphin starts panting after five I love five that. Seconds. I love Delphin's like, all right, I got this one. And just Brent just pelts past him. Just like, oh, by the way, you feel the earth. 
just as this giant man storms past you. There is something, uh, a feeling about this of like stretching your all your limbs to their full capacity that you haven't done in a long time. You know what I mean? Like that feeling yeah. like this is what you were born to do. As you storm ahead and you uh, catch up to him and you get your action, uh, that will count as having won the... the the sprint, so I'm going to say yes, you do get the bonus of a charge. Uh, does anyone know off the top of the head one. what that is? Plus one Plus dice. one win or plus dice. one dice? Okay. One dice. Cool. Make your combat roll. Does he get a defense roll? No. This guy is about to... Hey, you're about <laughs> to end this guy's whole career. <laughs> His career of being alive. Uh, yep. Oh, no. No. Holy no, that shit. Is, that is a three. That was terrible. You got three. three. You got three, though. So he, you get him, <laughs> you get him, you could trip him, you could uh, cut a leg off. Dismember is one of them. Oh, so it's level four for dismember. Is it? Mm. With a destiny point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if you uh, trip him, I'm going to say you, you could wedge it into one of his limbs. Yeah, just straight through the leg and hold him in position. Okay, you skewer yeah. his the back of yeah, his uh, hamstring, just <laughs> end of the barter shade, like you're... Storming up like the biggest rugby wow. play you've ever seen, and he completely just face plants into the dust mm. of the road. Meanwhile, uh, Catalina observes this girl holding mm-hmm. the barnachet to this man's throat as she says, All your friends are dead. Let Churl out, or you die too. And uh, stammering and shocked, he's like, All right, all right, it's just a. I didn't really. He's struggling to compute what's just happened. They, as far as they were concerned, were just robbing some silly jungle girl of a magical cat. Mm. Um, and he takes his sword and, uh, oh no, he's dropped his sword. He he fumbles about and drops the keys on the ground and reaches down and pulls them up out of the dust. And like, <laughs> I'm going to destiny roll based on how he reacts to this dice. The, sorry, this uh, dagger I got a five. Um, I was going to say he goes to pull it out and throw it back at you or just let like to be undaggered uh-huh. uh, and he touches it and just like crumples on the ground like oh, like it just was far more connected and detached to tendons in a way that he was not prepared for and he's curled on the ground sort of twitching like, like not expecting that he is the uh, only one reasonably able to move and interact at this point because Neckman is still like gasping um, at this point he's sort of like crawled a a little bit away, mm. but a trail of blood sort of following him as there's like some blood flowing out from his hand holding a wound. All right. Can I act? Or yeah, of course. Yeah. I will walk up to him and and do I have like bandages or something in my bag? I'm going to say you have some yeah. basic. Oh, look, okay. This or is. Work, yeah. I might say that normally, but you actually got a pretty not great roll for mm-hmm. how prepared you are. So I'm going to destiny roll yeah, for that sure. specifically. Eight. No, you don't have any banding equipment. She, um, by the way, has grabbed the keys and she's already letting this tiger out. That's fine. I'm going to take some of my, um, like the robe that I'm wearing and just rip a bit of the end of it yep. off. And then go over to him. Yep. I'm going to rip the dagger out. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to destiny roll for how he reacts to that. Okay, he's uh, not feeling good, but uh, um, he's feeling like fractionally better than having the dagger in his leg. 
as soon as I rip it out, yeah. I stop it yeah. and then kind of try and wrap it around. And I know that he probably can't walk, but oh well. So I try and stop it from bleeding. I know it's probably not going to do an amazing job, but mm. better than nothing. Wipe the dagger sticker back where it belongs. Uh, off in the distance, there's this cloud of dust as uh, <laughs> this very large man, I'm assuming you pull your Bardashay <laughs> back. Oh, I was going to pull it out and then grab him by the leg to staunch the bleeding as I drag him back. Yep, cool. So you're doing that. So you see Brick dragging. <laughs> you saw in the distance, like, him leg it and this giant just storm up behind him, deck him with a freaking huge like giant axe knife thing <laughs> uh, and just drag him back, holding him by the wound. Uh, Delvin, did you just sort of like run out of breath halfway through and just sort of saw that happen? And <laughs> Yeah, I got halfway between and then did the classic, like hands, hands on. <laughs> and then like turned to the, uh, I paid my, after seeing the stabbing, I pay my attention back to the cat cage and, and, and hobble over there um, after my massive exertion. Okay. All right, so this large mountain lion is released from this cage and mm-hmm. immediately this girl embraces it and, and starts like frantically like checking it, making sure it's not been harmed in any way. It doesn't seem to have been, but they've both been very worried. They seem really close in a way. You've never seen a person close with animals before, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um But, yeah, the, so you bandage up this man's leg. Mm-hmm. Um He's stammering and it's like, oh, Fuck, I'm not going to get home, by. You can see the sun is getting quite low and he's wounded and his friend is probably going to die overnight. It's like, oh, Gaz, you're going to... You're not going to last the night without wound. We were just collecting a bounty. He looks at you guys like insulted, like, and who even are you? You have anything to do with this crazy girl? Mate, I don't want to hear your life story. And then I wander over to um, the girl, not not listening to his, not answering his question. Yeah, I don't listen to him either. I ignore him. She stands up and looks at you all, um, sort of realising sort of everything that's taken place, computing a little bit, and as this tiger curls up behind her and she looks gratefully at you all, says, um, I wasn't expecting company, but I must say I'm glad that you showed up when you did. I'm not sure I could have taken them on my own. And you're all quite competent, competent. Combat some people. <laughs> Combat people. Combatants. Um, where are you f- from? She looks at you all like seeing a wide tapestry <laughs> of origins. I was just thinking, I would have just like, once I got to the group, I would have dropped the guy and then gone back to Medela. Yeah. If possible, I'd like to speak with her semi-privately. Yeah. Medela looks pretty shaken, but um, as things are processing and as you approach her and you've dropped this man, yeah, um, she seems... Immediately relieved and looks at you with a, a look of approval, nods. Yeah. Well done, Brick. You have protected me. It is my own mistress. Uh, there is one uh, issue. What is that? If we let these men go, they will surely report, report our party for what we have done today. What and were we, they we doing? It matters not. We are foreigners. What are you insinuating? (laughs) We cannot let them leave. Hmm. Yes. 
Yes, I hear where you're coming from. I think the wisdom of the other two would be required in such a decision, but there could be a way we could force it to be done without shedding more blood. I do not trust these men, but we will see. They will not harm us immediately. Unless I deem it that they would be a threat in future, do not harm them. In the meantime, we will see what conclusion can be made with the rest of the group. Very well. Cutting to the rest of the group. Uh, this girl introduces herself um, mm-hmm. as Lilith. Um, and it seems that they had intruded upon her home uh, and taken this this mountain lion. I normally, um, I rarely visit the town. I get odd looks whenever I go in there. But um, I am required to every now and then to, you know, make ends meet. Otherwise I live off of the forest. But the bow is broken, so that will be harder now. I will need a new one. Okay. I didn't mean to interrupt your travels, but I, I did wonder, how did you come together? What is your purpose as a group? I look over to I've the... never seen a pack like this before. I look over to the guy that Brick's just cut in half. Is his bow still okay? Uh, it's on the ground, but it's not a good one. It seems like he was holding it while I hit him. <laughs> yeah. I'll go pick it up and give it to her and... It's better than nothing, I suppose. She sighs. Sort of nods, but you can tell she's not going to accept this long term. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, it is uh, It's getting late. Um, do you have plans for where you will be spending the night? It can get dangerous in these parts. Oh, yes, it seems to. And I gestured at all the dead people. Um, we were just going to camp, I guess. Hmm. There have been patrols, um, graden guards of various types, on the hunt and searching people. It seems they are looking for something of value. Um, I've seen a few different groups get shaken down quite aggressively. Given how you respond to confrontation, it might be advised that you avoid the roads, but that is not my place. What are your suggestions, then? You could travel at night. Um, It would be difficult, but you would be less vulnerable than camping. You could camp, but there come risks. You would need to keep watch. I could perhaps um, point out a few places that I think might work. If you wish, she looks hesitant uh, and looks at Churl. And there's actually a pause... Um, everyone roll a perception check <laughs> two successes um, just for the podcast listeners I rolled two dice for Lilith and they were both successes one, two, three, three successes cool what was your spell? I got Two, because the Dave rule is I roll hot when I'm rolling for NPCs as a DM, yeah. but not PCs. Yeah. What'd you, okay. So two and two for the gentleman and three for Catalina. Um, both Brick and Delvin notice uh, a, a seeming sort of like pause as if the this girl is checking with is it like something, like almost like um, looking at and, I don't know, gauging 
the mountain lion's opinion for something. But Catalina hears like a like a gr- slight growl, like there's almost like a purring, growly sound that she makes. You're closest to her. So mm-hmm. you actually hear like this, almost like she's whispering to this creature, um, and it, which it, you uh, hear the mountain lion sort of communicate back. Um, and she looks up and says, I could, um, I could have you at my abode for one night if you can be trusted, but I do owe you at least that much. Um, it's up to you. They are the three options that I can think of. That's not to say my place would be a lot safer, but at least I am familiar with it, so. I think that that would be great. I'm kind of interested in finding out a little bit about, more about you, Lilith. He, she looks at you, like, slightly taking her back. Uh, what do you think when you say that? I think, like, I'm curious as to why I was so curious about her and her beast. I'm curious as to why I was compelled to, like, feel like I should help them. And I'm very curious as to why she has a lion thing. And and what it's more about exploring my feelings than, yeah, that's it. Okay. She rolls two dice and gets one success. She looks at you. um, She seems to read you briefly and looks less trusting of you and says curiosity has gotten me and my kind in trouble before she looks at the tiger it seems like her kind uh seem to be creatures which seems confirmed when a peregrine falcon comes in through swooping down and lands on her arm she's got a large glove on and I retort, Delvin retorts with, and my curiosity seems to have helped you out. And I gesture again to the bodies on the ground. She doesn't respond. She seems to be making up her mind about you. Mm -hmm. But she looks at Catalina, says, if you watch your men, then I may watch over you for the night. Follow me. Don't lag behind. And she starts walking into the forest. And we'll follow. Well, I'll follow. I'm assuming you guys. Yeah. What are we doing with the two dudes? So, <laughs> we yeah, wouldn't, question, that's the question. Actually. She's just walking away. She's got her tiger. She's just walking away. So, what do you guys choose to do? Brick has just had this conversation with Medela. So, uh, has been commanded not to hurt them, but comes uh, is approaching now with Medela to the group to, I guess, decide what the step is as far as these people go. Because that could become a problem. I'm just going to follow... Lilith, so assuming, assuming you guys are following me. So there's a brief moment where Brick and Delvin and Medela are together and, and you just opt out, basically. Mm-hmm. Does anyone say anything? That's not my place. I raise my concerns. You br- Okay, Brick basically brings up the same concern. Okay, I'm happy to say it again. Yeah, go on. Okay, yeah. It's to different people. It's a different context. Uh, we must decide what we do with these men. If we let them go, they will... A lot of the grey gardens. We will have them on our tail. We we cannot leave them. And we're within earshot of the conscious one. Um He seems pretty distracted. I'm gonna say no. He's okay. he's tending to the only Oh actually he's got two friends who are mortally wounded. <laughs> uh and he's got a, a severely hurt ankle, so he won't be able to 
take them anywhere, mm-hmm. but he's checking to see what state their health is in. It seems that, you know, they're a group. They've probably done stuff like this together in the past before. They don't seem like the savoury type. Mm. Um, but he was the leader and his one is dead and two are dying. Why? <laughs> Catalina's just gone. <laughs> Sucks for you. <laughs> Shouldn't have been a dick. Did <laughs> <laughs> Medela say anything? Or is she just waiting she's for me wait, to say something? Uh, I'm going to say she's following Catalina. Okay, so she walks off. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, checking, I look around, no one else can hear. And I just um, look at Brick and say, you know what needs to be done, mate. Very well. I will deal with this situation and catch up. Um, I walk over, I, I say, um, just a sec, and I walk over to the guy who's wounded, um, who's still looking after his people, and I pull out a flask of booze and hand it to him and then tap him on the shoulder and walk off towards the forest. <laughs> He, he, like, looks at it disbelievingly and looks up as it's all coming together and... I'll wait till Dalvin gets out of sight. Out of sight? Yeah, if he's walking into the forest, I'll let him walk into the forest and I'll just slowly clean my bardache while I wait for him to be gone. Okay. <laughs> you're going to kill... You're going to finish off these people? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to roll a destiny roll. It's okay. Twelve. All right, Medela doesn't directly observe anything, mm-hmm. um, but this may come up again later. So, okay, cool. Um, then I'll I'll finish them off in the simplest way, and then drag their Just remains. Chop some heads off. It's messy. Um, you leave it hanging by the spine. Okay. Um, but then I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to drag the corpses in pretty far into the forest and trying to scuff up the dirt where we killed them so that. Any blood is kind of obscured. Yeah. Do anything with the cage? I drag anything that shows there was an encounter there. I'm going to try and cover up slightly. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be pretty hard. Um, there's a lot of blood. Yeah. No, I figured. Okay. Yeah. So like. So there's a, yeah, and like some tackle marks and like mm. scrapes and a cage and dragging. So you know, there's been. The, if you it, leave the cage, like if you break the anyone cage remotely it, capable of tracking will easily be able to see something happened here, and that's the direction it ended up in. Oh, I'm going to drag the bodies to the other side of the road, not in the direction we're heading. It's sort of more open fields, so if you <laughs> you could just pick up the bodies, yeah, all four of them, one at a time. If you smash the cage, but leave the cage with the blood and stuff that you probably can't hide, it's going to look like an yeah. animal capture gone horribly wrong. What do you do? With four corpses and a large cage. That's what you have to work with. Yeah. The world is your canvas. Yeah. <laughs> You've already started painting. Might as well finish it off. I'd like to do whatever is going to reduce the chance of someone coming after us. So I'm going to try and hide the bodies wherever. Make a survival on. check. Challenge level four. Yes. Brick you is, can do it. Brick is known for his this is to be able to do it in a way that I know, means I people won't come across it who are competent at tracking or knowing. What's my challenge level? Four. You got this, mate. <laughs> okay. So there is no way yep. that Brick can feasibly make this look like a clean place. Like as far as like not having any clue that something has happened here. 
I do the best that I can. Great. Roll those two dice and let's see how he that... He did. He rolled one success. I rolled one success. One success. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there is blood still all over the road. Uh, it's not loose gravel, so it's not going to be easy to cover up or clean up. And if you try and sprinkle dirt over or anything else, it would just look like you've sprinkled dirt over blood on the middle of the road. <laughs> then leave, leave, there the, are, leave the cage. <laughs> leave the cage. Like, the cage in the, the middle covered in blood because uh, several yeah. people were right near it when they were brutally hacked yeah. apart. Uh, and you've got four mostly beheaded... Um, as I said, I wouldn't limp, want to behead them because I know I would leave. No, bodies. okay, you can decide how you, yeah. you know, you cleanly kill them. You did say yeah. that. Uh, what do you do with the bodies? <laughs> um, <laughs> Oof. So there's no forest, it's open field. Uh, no, 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 there is on, so let's say you're on the road facing your journey. On the fu- on the right of vastly open fields and stuff where like horses run and all that sort of thing. On the left is like a fairly dense, like, you know, a stone's throw away, there's a dense sort of forest that's starting. And then I'm going to carry them to the forest. Yeah. So but you like, go off the track from the others to find an find a, a nice place to, to stash their corpse. Stash their corpse, and uh, let's see how you go with that. Yeah, cool. You find like a nice a little 15. pit where there's a creek. It's sort of um, like this big dip in the thing. You sort of roll them down and um, yep. kick some leaves and deciduous residue over them, and they end up reasonably covered fairly quickly using your giant bardache as a bit of a shovel, <laughs> and then you just wander off and find the others. With the deed done, so once I know he's killed them, can I go back while he's finishing up the cleanup? Yeah. Okay. So I go to the corpse pile. Like, I go back you, as he's getting yeah, the last body and like follow him over. leaves covering some yeah. four, like, lumps I, of people in the in the bottom of the creek. I lean down and take my flask back. <laughs> Is it empty? He hadn't touched it. I just take a, take a swig from it, put the lid back on, and go, your choice, mate. And then I'm going to take any coin purses they have on them <laughs> and just cut them with my fruit right, knife. Let's, uh, I'm going to destiny roll that. 11. Um, you find a bit of coin, uh, nothing. I'm assuming irrelevant to my wealth. Yeah. The point is I'm making it look like they got robbed. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and then... You can do that. Yeah, I just I just cut their purses off, take any jewelry off them, and then yeah. grab it and okay. go. So you both end up traveling back together and eventually catch up with the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, Breck, best we keep the unsavory business to us, eh? If you think that is best, yes. I don't think Medela would want to know the particulars, and I think Catalina very clearly made a choice that she wanted to walk away from the situation. This is so fun. Okay, so you catch up to the group who are moving ahead. Um, If you didn't have a guide, this would be nearly impossible. Uh, it seems that there is a trail, but only one it seems that Lilith can see. Um, there's like some footholds and some trunks and stuff, but the forest is getting quite dense and there's even a trap or two that she guides you around and sort of nods at. It's clear that she's set up. Mm-hmm. Um so this seems to be her territory. This is, I'm going to say, like, light is getting quite low, so it's getting very hard to see. So you're following in her footsteps, literally. Um, everyone's eventually caught up. Um, Medela does turn to you and says, Excuse me. How did that go then? That seemed to take a while. What happened? They will no longer be a trouble. That doesn't answer my question. I'd like to... Oh. <laughs> Do I she lie? said what happened. 
I killed them quickly and efficiently and hid their bodies. It was the best course of option to stop us from being followed or hunted. She stops walking. I'm going to lie immediately as I hear that. <laughs> he said it. Yeah, I know. Okay. So I jump in with a... Um, we tried to talk to the Medela, but they went for a knife. Roll just... <laughs> Six successes. Ooh, okay. Six Beat successes. that, Medela. Yeah, all right. Let's see how this goes then. Uh, let's find out her perception. I wish she's got five. So uh, she doesn't seem to second guess your lie. She immediately um, seems taken aback, but still a bit confronted. But regardless, something very wrong has happened you disobeyed an order no I didn't she said to not harm them until until we could discuss it with everyone else they walked off we spoke to Delvin Delvin said do it she and Catalina removed themselves from the conversation the only one other person to have a conversation with was Delvin I, I'm going to come into Brick's protection and I'm, I like, I glance at Brick with like a stern, like, don't fuck this up. And then I glance back at Medela and continuing my lie, I say, um, they went for me and he protected me. She takes a deep breath. There's a lot to process here. Um, she's got an air about her of someone making judgment as if like, you know, a noble in court. Deciding the fate of someone beneath them. <laughs> I, I don't think it's what he would do, but I really want to be like, if you are unhappy with my service, I will end my life. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh, she seems unhappy with your service at first, but actually taking on Delvin's lie and the situation and everything that has sort of transpired and her shock and everything else, she seems to be coming to terms fairly quickly with it. Um, she looks at you and says... I understand that you would only do what must be done. It is disconcerting to me that things can get so out of hand so quickly. These are barbaric lands. That they are. They are also strangely... open and welcoming in a way that I didn't think they could be. And I worry... That with hasty actions, we may do the wrong thing in places we don't understand. We did not have enough context of those people or even this girl we follow. I only know we need to keep safe and that you have done for me, so thank you for that. Yes, mistress. I would caution you not to shed blood unless it's explicitly commanded in future. Very well. She nods and um, walks off. It looked, as she approached you, like she was going to properly reprimand you. As she, mm. But then she sort of, you successfully steered that ship around. So well done. Um, and as she walked away, did she? Yes, she went to follow along. I, in that moment, look at Brick on my own and I say, I know this is impossible for you, but... She is a child, and she doesn't understand how the world works. 
even if you think that she's your boss. And she is. I respect that, mate. But in Felton... Felbrook. In Felton. No. Felton. In Felton, it wasn't the kids making the orders. She's have to learn fast, too. You're having to learn fast. You did the right thing. I did what I thought best to protect her. And... And the best bodyguards sometimes have to do things that the person they're protecting doesn't know about to best protect them. Mm. Okay. And off you trudge through the, the scrub, very thick um, forest. Um, and eventually, as night has almost fallen, you enter a, a small clearing Um it doesn't seem like much at first, especially because you, your eyes are struggling to adjust, except for Bricks, who sees as if it's middle of the day. But it would actually entail taking your glasses off. I was curious about that. Do yeah. Barrowin have, like, a little bit of better night sight, or is the Barrow's very well lit? It's very well lit. Cool. Um, yeah. So they're basically Gradens who live in... They've lived there for the hundreds of, of years, though, so... Yeah, the effects of what has happened to the cold, very different circumstances that sure. have sure. evolved in that way. Um, it, for for, the, for any evolution to have taken place, it would have needed to be relevant to their survival. So yeah. if they have ample supplies to light the caves, there is no reason why they would have evolved or the, the ones with better eyesight would have survived. So. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So we enter a clearing and it seems like uh, it's fairly like insubstantial at first. You actually, it, it was really dense before you got into this area. Um, but as you enter, um, she pulls out sort of and starts to light a little campfire and a little torch or whatever. Brick, you take your goggles off. Um, these points of light that she's lighting are quite bright to you, but everything else is like super clear. Mm-hmm. So if you're like looking away from anything else, everyone else, else will have negatives in perception, but you're like sharp right now. This is actually your, yep. you're built to, yep. for this sort of circumstance. Cheat sheets as I get plus one. Mm-hmm. I want to try and look at his eyes. Roll a perception check. With negative, what did you say, sorry? Negative one. Negative one. Yeah. Two successes. So, oh, there was negative one dice. So you got two. I got two successes. Yeah, yeah I'm going to say not with full clarity, but with that sort of your eyes are adjusting to the dark. Uh, it's almost like, you know, that fuzz in dark areas that you sort of see as your eyes are adjusting. It's a bit of that, but you do gauge that in the pale skin surrounding his eyes that are quite sunken, the eyes themselves are almost look entirely like just pupil, just mm-hmm. black beads in um, quite small and sunken in the back of the eyes. Quite odd, you know, when you see someone without their glasses and you always see them like that weird. Is it like that weird chick from the Star Wars film, the like little prune lady with the tiny little yeah. black eyes <laughs> behind her goggles? A little bit, yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, brick, brick certainly looks a bit odd, but you're sort of averting. Um, yeah, I'd be looking out into the forest to try yeah. to make sure we're safe. Cool. Um, I, in fact, I might encourage you to make a bit of a security check a, a, you could make a bodyguard check you could do a survival check whatever you prefer but if you wanted to scope the area and make sure it's you deem it safe now yeah, would be a good time to do a vocation bodyguard check vocation bodyguard challenge level three hell yeah oh yeah five smashed it um I'm gonna also let that double as a 
extremely well performed perception check um, for the area immediately, not gauging a threat, but then also gauging mm-hmm. threats. Uh, Catalina and Delvin, if you want to make a perception check, and then we'll sort of lay out the land in front of you. Minus one, yeah. Yes, perception minus one. Two. Five for Catalina, the uh, eagle-eyed. Okay. Oh, She can see when you fart by the facial twitches. Delvin gets the vibe pretty quickly. You know, it's it's really dimly lit. There's almost like canopies that have been set up. It's almost like it's been created as an exterior to be more of an interior, um, so that if it rains. It would still, there'd be some that gets through, but actually for the most part it feels quite sheltered. There are some pelts and things that create actual proper sheltering and bedding um, that sort of back into the opening of the mouth of a cave. Mm -hmm. Catalina notices that there's three wolves sleeping in the mouth of the cave. Uh, White, furred sort of like wolves, like clumped up together and keeping each other warm. Um, this is just coming home for Lilith. She, she's lighting yeah. a fire. She's like, she sort of mentioned she doesn't have much food. She was actually going to go, you know, trade to whatever, but like she hadn't been able to hunt before they attacked Churl, her tiger. Mm-hmm. Um, just making general conversation. She is seems, it a mountain lion or a tiger? There has been questions in Twitch. It's a mountain lion. Mountain lion. Yeah. Cool. Like a cougar, like a. Is it black or is it it's what It's like a it's sandy. Sandy coloured. Yep. Little no. mountain lion thing, yeah. Yeah. grey sandy. It's I wouldn't say it's one of our mountain lions. It would be one like native to yeah, yeah, yeah the, the northern mountains of Great Owl. Um, there's wolves, and I've seen them. I'd be pretty on guard considering our last encounter with them. They're not the same as normal wolves. There are certain breed that uh, like no, normal wolves means nothing to break. His first encounter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah. Time. Okay. But you, I'm going to say through your very uh, adept check they seem not quite like pets but certainly not combative they seem in that space like they're they're in their home as well so they're going to protect the space as well the falcon has sort of got a nest that it's nestled in and child has sort of made itself comfortable uh near lilith who is now sitting by the fire catalina with your really good perception check aside from getting a real gauge for the area and noticing interesting trinkets and and the layout in general as you sort of make small talk. You also get the really clear impression that you and Medela are actually the only ones she's interested in talking to or acknowledging. She's Mm -hmm. kind of ignoring, if not outright untrusting, of the other two. Yeah. All right. No worries. I'll join her at the fire. Yeah. Um, And I just would like to get to know her a bit better, so I'll say to her, um, so where do you come from? She, like, looks around her, like, yeah. Well, surely you weren't born here, were you? I don't remember a lot of my childhood. I, I'd rather not, to be honest. Hmm. What about you? You're from across the sea. Correct. Yes, I'm from a place called Denisia. I've heard talk of that place when I infrequently travelled to town. You're all very clever or something. We prize knowledge above all else, really. She sort of chuckles and says, well, I'm afraid you won't find a lot of that here, but hopefully a safe night's sleep. I thank you again for your protection. You're quite uh, clever with that knife, at the very least. That I didn't expect. 
person. As, as good a throw as I've ever done. <laughs> she, like, looks quite respectfully at you. Hmm. Roll a perception check. Are you meant to be kicking me under the chair? <laughs> yeah. Uh, one, two. Four, five. Oh, that's a good roll. Always. Uh, always a good roll from Catalina. Yeah. She's blushing. Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, cute. Hi, Delvin. I say to you. I just slowly leaning closer. I'm like, you're, you're mighty well spoken for one that's grown up in the woods. Where'd you learn? I grew up around town. Right. Well, in my childhood. So these uh, beasties then, they're going to leave us alone while we sleep? Of course they are, unless I tell them otherwise. She looks at you with a glint in her eye that sort of says, don't test me. <laughs> so you can communicate with animals? What? She looks at you like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I kind of change the subject and say, I don't know how much you know, but, I mean, the world's changing. There are people that can do incredible things. They're rare people. We met someone that was able to make nature just sprout from death, essentially. We've seen people float rocks. <laughs> she snorts like a laugh yeah. and back. And she's just like, you foreigners. <laughs> Strange. I think if there was anyone that felt like they were a bit different, well, it might be reassuring to know that they're not alone. That's all. Great. She has no idea what you're on about. That's fine. (laughs) Yeah, she's just like, you guys have weird topics of conversation. She changes the subject. Um, uh, I don't have much to offer in the way of food. And she pulls out like this wooden box that seems to have been hastily tied to. Like, well, not hastily, but it's not like ornate construction. It's like, you know, vine twine and all this stuff. Mm. Like it's a handmade box from the middle of the forest mm. um but she opens it up and there's some berries a little bit of um dried out meat um some raisins and things like that and she, it, basically it could feed her for like two or three days she opens it up and she's like i'm afraid there's not a lot i can spare i don't know if you're traveling with food we uh <laughs> we were uh robbed of our possessions unfortunately as we were leaving our town so I would say Delvin has a bagged lunch. I've got a oh, you've got, you're delicious right. meal. I would have eaten that. By oh, now. you know, it's yeah, been you the would. whole day. I okay. definitely scoffed that. So I guess you might be fasting tonight. Uh, she says, "I, I can, I can spare of what I have if you're willing to help me hunt tomorrow morning to replenish my stores. I'm, I'm afraid there's not a lot I can offer." Uh, but if you were to be able to replace my bow at some point. I was going to head into town to trade. I'm afraid I don't want to go near town for some time. But I could go to the edge of the forest if you were to have it delivered to me. Um, if there was something I could offer in exchange. I, I'm afraid I already owe you far too much. I look over at Delvin and I say, Well, lucky for you, you've got one of the best traders in your household. And I kind of like elbow Delvin a little bit. She looks like, she looks at Darwin sceptically and says, I'm not sure he would even know what that, you know, the cage of bow I'm after is. Do you know what makes a good weapon? 
Doesn't look like you've seen a day of combat in your life. Can I make a merchant check to see if I would would be able to? This is going well. Vocation for like barter or um, merchant vocation to like know the markets and know what in products. I and I specifically Italian in regards to like a bow and yeah, and fighting. What she's after. Sense. Okay, yeah. take a roll. Do you think that that's appropriate? Yeah, and I'd say it's it's a, for what she it, it, it seems to have been a special bow for her. So to to be have. To have gauged what she lost and what she's looking for, I say challenge level three. Four, Four. successes. Cool. So you, you do know the type of bow, the make, the, even the wood, um, and where they're, Delvin they're just, known, but you also know, yeah, they, they sell those in I and I. Delvin just, yeah, looks and says, um, like, we said like a hundred pound or whatever. Yeah. He's just like, hundred pound hunting bow. Firing effective around 500 feet. You can mark something pretty well with that, I'd say. Um, I know where you can get one in Iron Eye. Okay, that would be that would be useful to me. I'm more than just a pretty face, you know. Well, let's not get too hasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> Delvin says, and then um, and then he gestures to the um, to the well, bedded area, which I'm assuming is relatively small. And he's just like, yeah. well, I suppose the ladies will be taking that nice undercover spot then, eh? She, hesitantly, she pushes her box forward, all her food, says, it's yours and a place to stay for the night and my protection. I will help you hunt in the morning for food, for your travels, see you to the edge of the forest in exchange for your help getting a new bow. I'm afraid that's all I can offer, but it is everything I have, and you can have my bed for the night. There's like some thicker furs and like this comfortable patch. Who does she drag that at everyone, or just Delvin? she's just sitting opposite Delvin and Catalina? But okay. she does she says it at Delvin, who this is a barter. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she's leaving it up to assuming. Delvin is the negotiator in this. Yeah, sure. We'll decide what to do with it. Yep. But sh- she's just interested. I'm in a destiny role. Yeah. <laughs> What's this for? You got a three. What was he, that for? You like sleeping Deal. I fall to my my weaknesses basically. Um, okay. So rather though, than get driving so a high, a high roll was me basically being able to detach myself from my vice. But in this deal, I, rather than putting anyone before me, basically make the deal, agree to it, and then be like, and that means I'm getting to sleep in the most comfortable spot in this whole bloody place. The best furs, the best protection, the best waterproofing. And I'm just going to go there completely selfishly because that's my weakness. That's my quirk of wealth. When it comes to to the comforts of living, I only accept the finest that is available. Did you like that caveat? (laughs) Okay. Uh, she is sizing you up, mm-hmm. and she's sort of. Uh, I just rolled two dice, FYI. I got one success. She chuckles and says, "You seem like someone who likes to serve yourself, but um, forgive me. I, so I'm not used to company. I tend to say what's on my mind. Um, that would be very much appreciated." I will be as hospitable as I can be. I am not used to company or guests, so forgive me if I'm rusty. Do I pick up any of the vibes that I picked up between her and Kat? No. Okay. I'm just like, 
I can see when my company's not needed. I'm going to go to bed early, maybe, but... Okay. Have a lovely chat. Good night. And then I lean in close to Catalina and give a whisper and softly say, um, for some reason I feel like she's got a little of that special something as well. And you know what I mean. And then I... I like, as I'm eating like a grape, I'm like, mm. <laughs> And then I wander off. Okay. And then I, as I get comfortable for bed uh, and pull whatever sheets and blankets, I clutch my little fruit knife to my tum-tum <laughs> and, and glance around at the wolves and stuff. Amazing. And then, um, actually, and then I say Medela and Brick to come sleep next to me. Okay. It's protection. I'm like, I, 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 I go like, is there enough space for another person to stay? Mm, maybe not Brick. Yeah, so <laughs> but, I'm I, but he may not choose to... Stay in there. You might be on guard. Just at this point. Yeah, look, I'd probably sit next, sit next to them, and sleep lightly. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Is that there's probably enough space for Medela to stay in the comfy spot with yeah. me, and I'm like, Medela, come on, you know, yeah. you're a kid, you can sleep there. And then, be, knowing internally that Brick's like that, mean that that means Brick will sit yeah. next to me and protect me from the wolves. She looks exhausted and traumatized. So yeah, yeah. she definitely like bump, sort of at your back. She sort of curls up and cool. Asleep. I hum some barrowing songs to softly try and help her go to sleep. And the fire crackling, the smell of smoke and um, berries. Well, you all fall asleep in the middle of the forest, safe and sound. Before she retires, but the others have gone, I want to gauge how much she knows about my home country and does she know the um, divide between female and male? Um. Okay, so we'll role play that out. So I'm mm-hmm. going to say, like, everyone's retired for bed. The, mm-hmm. the fire is sort of has been crackling, and now is sort of more embers. And she's standing at the entryway where so she sort of led you through. She's sort of like looking out thoughtfully out at the forest. So you want to approach her? Yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, I just had one last question before uh, I head to bed for the night. Thank you, by the way. No problem. Your townsfolk and your questions. So, uh, like, do you get out very much? She looks around. <laughs> she says, does this constitute as out? But if you haven't travelled any further than to I and I or Bellbrook? I used to roam the streets of such towns. A few different ones. None ever that I called home. My mother died when I was very young. In this forest, actually. But this forest has been my home since I was a teenager. The animals seem to be much more caring for people than people when you get to know them. She's patting Churl by her side as it pairs. Their names, did you come up with them? Did you come up with yours? No, mine was given to me. I suppose theirs must have been given to them. Okay. Um, okay. Cool. <laughs> She's a wizard, Harry. I say, I'm a. I'm also a bit of a early riser, um, and would perhaps like somewhere to bathe. Is there somewhere nearby that would work? That's super private. Bathe. Oh yes. Um. 
when I wash, uh, and she sort of describes him. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, she, every she's moon. got like some straw like in her hair and she like just is, she doesn't wash a lot. Mm. There is a pungent aroma it's like, you know, of, uh, you know, but it's a sort of a clean, sweaty smell. That's all right. She wouldn't smell that bad after a while. Yeah, once you sort of thing it. where like she rubbed charcoal in it. So yeah, I don't yeah. Know. people yeah. people stop stinking once that bad stop. after a while. Yeah. yeah, after like a couple of weeks. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't seem to pay much attention to things like that. But she mm. looks at you up and down like you're very well kempt uh, and uh, sort of chuckles and describes where where she can go. She says, I can show you a place in the morning if you need privacy from the men. Great. All right, I'll go to sleep. Okay, off you go. <laughs> what? What? I, in my head, I just heard, uh, had that her being like nice, smooth skin. Fallout, Fallout <laughs> reference. She's just like a ghoul and was like, "Hi, smooth skin." Hey, you know what? I think it's time to finish. I think it's time to finish. Um, but I think we should wrap up with so you have a song. You have <laughs> you're having a lovely night's sleep. I think we don't get a lot of opportunities for a little bit of little bit of night time. How does everyone sleep? And it's an interesting scenario in which everyone is getting some sleep. So I want everyone to make a destiny roll. A two. You can smell her next to you all night. (laughs) Dalvin gets a ten. I'm going to give you a A re-roll. Yeah, you you get a re-roll. What were you going to say? I was going to give you an advantage. Re-roll, pick the highest. Okay. Because you get the comfy spot. 17. Yeah. Nine for Brick, and I'll roll for Mandela. And I'll and get... Yeah, she's she in the comfy spot, so too. she gets the same thing. That's so, 13. Okay, so, she doesn't... You still get the comfy <laughs> spot. <laughs> um, but actually, a little bit like me. <laughs> <laughs> All of our characters are, aren't they? Um, you end up finding, like, the, the... It starts off a little uncomfortable. You feel like a stick in the ground underneath and blah, blah, blah. But eventually, as you roll, eventually, like, you find where the body's position is meant to be, and it's actually really cush. Uh, it's pretty It's pretty nice. So, in the end, you actually sleep like a baby. Um, Hell, yeah. I'm going to say... Roll a dice. One dice. A six. Okay. Nailed cool. it. As you sleep, a comfortable sleep, you dream feeling... They're, they're odd dreams, but there's a presence. There's a presence in your dreams that feels uh, like that same sort of familiarity that you sensed throughout the day. Um, and I'm going to say the next morning, you're going to wake up just that little bit more restored, that little bit more... A, li- a little bit less little empty bit than you, that feeling of emptiness mm. that ha- occurred will have gone. Um Okay, Catalina. Let me just um, cut to something briefly. You toss and turn. You are the last to pick your sleep spot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say Lilith is up all night. She just sort of wanders around. She doesn't seem all that fussed with when she sleeps. Um, But you toss and turn, and the little sleep you get is quite fitful um, until eventually you, you do sleep. But with some weird disturbances, there's a, there's a voice that seems to be ringing in your head a little bit. The shards of sunders are their sleep and shall shatter and awaken as the bonds of old. 
And, uh, and Brick just does. Uh, roll, roll for your meditative. Do your bodyguard check. No, I was literally just doing a sleep. Yeah, okay, cool. All right. And that's uh, nine. We'll come back in the morning. Thank you all so much for watching. Most of all, thank you to our lovely, wait for it, patrons. That's right. Has it updated yet? Hang on a sec. Tell me if it's updated. Or do we manually need to update it? We need to manually update it. We need to manually update it. So sorry, guys. How do we, can you message Lockie for me? I don't have him on the Discord here. Sorry, guys, it's a little out of date, but uh, thank you for your patron support. (laughs) Happy birthday, Blue Cap High. I'm sure your birthday was quite a while away at this point, but the Dark Fox. Professor X. Earth Angels, Tarim, Bree, Camembert, Rain Eye. Nick. Tickle Duck. AJ Macy <laughs> with some pastrami and a, a player pla- mm, antipasto. <laughs> oh, sorry. Mm, antipasto. <laughs> I don't know how to say antipasto <laughs> with Delphin. <laughs> All right. Uh, that concludes Chapter 6. The, our party is certainly becoming more and more familiar. How? I mean, time seems to be longer in game than it actually is when you count the days you've passed as a group. You've been together like three days now, four days. Like four. It feels like a month. I know. Five? I think it's easy to figure out. Day one in the afternoon in the thing. But it was like a two day journey both times. That's the thing. No, it was one day to Felbrook. It was one full day. And then we spent two nights in. You spent two two nights. nights. Yeah, so it was that one. So that's two. And then one full day in. Mm. in, This is day five. It's day four. No. Yeah. It's day four. I think we've had four played, nights together. I've only played four, three or four times, as far as I'm aware. What's this in front of you guys? How many how, days? Have how passed? long the party's been together? I think you're. Oh. It's been day four, so you're on to day five tomorrow. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Sounds thank right. you all so we've much for watching. We've been together two weeks before yeah. then, though. This has been. Yeah, that's true. You got yeah. So there's already a bit of familiarity there. But <laughs> all 